Welcome, world, to the best damn podcast in the whole podcasting land, Chamberlain and Chance. I am Chance. I write the games of Chance.blogspot.com, which updates daily now. Joining hey. me, as always, is Ch- Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? Hey, I- I'm all right. And-, and to that guy at your office we were kind of picking on last week, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not sorry. It was pretty funny, so. No, no, right no. Then. He agreed. <laughs> he agreed. I don't remember how, how we started talking about it, but the next day we were talking about, I-, I don't know, we were talking about horror movies or something. And he brought up A Quiet Place again. I go, actually, the guy I did my podcast with watched it. And actually, we ended up talking about you a lot. He goes, what? I go, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that I, I think the bit of you and I watching the agony trailer together yeah. is probably one of our better bits that we've done. Well, I think, I, I think it's pretty funny. It might be the only bit we've ever done. There, there's True. that. There's that and the no spoilers boy. Oh, yeah. Those are the two bits. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's okay. And with us is Alex, thank goodness, back this week. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing super good. Dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Which hasn't updated in a long time, and uh, long story short, my keyboard is broken, and I'm afraid to just reinstall Windows 7 myself. I'm going to do it at some at some point. Worth noting, Alex is our PC gamer. <laughs> well, mean, he was. Hardly, <laughs> hardly anything on PC actually needs a keyboard. Oh, that's true. Except maybe Civilization, but even then, not really. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so, uh, Death Road to Canada came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, so I boot it up, and the thing is running at probably five frames a second. This is on your PS4? No, this is on my Switch. Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, this is on my Switch. And I was really kind of taken aback by this. I'm like, is this just a stylistic choice they're making? So I played it for, played through the tutorial for like five minutes, and I'm like, this just plays really slowly. Like, this is really off-putting. I should, I should watch a trailer to see if this is how they advertise it. And I'm like, no, something's wrong here. So I had to do like a hard reboot of my Switch. Apparently that's the fix for this. Hmm. You buy the game, install it, hard reboot your Switch, and then it'll run at a reasonable rate. And, um, no, nah, eh, no. Eh. It, what it is, okay, Death Road Canada, picture the random shit of, um, um, uh, what is it? Travel to the or- Oregon Trail? Yeah. Oregon, yeah. Or- Oregon yeah. Trail? Or Oregon Trail? Oregon whichever Trail. One. Yeah. Well, whichever, whichever. Picture the random ass shit of Oregon Trail. Um, interspersed with kind of action sequences where, okay, you like, you have a choice. You can go to the movie theater and try to, uh, sca- scavenge at the movie theater, or you can go to this, uh, uh, Walmart, or you can go to this other thing. Pick one. Then you go to that thing and you run around beating on zombies and looting the place. And that gives you the, um, the resources that are going to basically be automatically used up by the system as you travel to the next location. And when you travel, the game just runs on its own, telling you this thing happened, then this thing happened, these two people got in a fight, this person tried to use your medical supplies, but you didn't have enough medical supplies to heal anyone, so everyone's still almost dead. And um, and just random, random shit will occur that you have no authority over whatsoever, which I guess is a lot like life, but as a video game, it's pretty frustrating. <laughs> That you can, you can get a little better and get further and be doing better and then just have all that taken away by something that you could not in any way, shape, or form have prepared for or, or addressed when it came up. Uh, I, progress was just not, um, not reliable and fun. Like I, I really didn't feel like I had much agency in this game. Maybe that's the point. Uh, but either way, it wasn't much fun. So I stopped playing Death Road mm. to Canada. Which is a shame because it has Canada right there in the name. <laughs> is it actually a Canadian-made game? I would be surprised. I didn't even look. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I, I want to leave. 
that one open. So yeah, through... because if someone else is picking out, and why is it? Why are they going to Canada? Are they going north because zombies freeze in the north? Is well, no, just off that? Pe- people have heard that. Uh, uh, people have heard that Canada is safe. So that's why they're going. Yeah, I mean that's already uh, true. Alex, yes. have you moved yet? I mean, are we are we going? No, I mean it's 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 honestly uh, kind of an uphill battle these days. Yeah, they don't want us. There was actually a huge exodus after Trump got elected. A lot of people weren't kidding. Really? Yeah, there actually was. It was a huge oh. uptick. It's kind of nice to see. Yeah, apparently Noodle Cake Studios is based in Saskatchewan. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So any potentially, you know, racist remarks, it's okay. They're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's uh, everyone you play is an American. You play an American trying to escape from Florida to the Canada. <laughs> and um, and as you go, like, there, there is some sort of kind of like roguelite uh, advancement where you can unlock perks. And then you can customize your character. This character comes in with the fighter perk. So they have plus two to strength and plus one, plus one to health or something like that. And that's kind of cool, but it really doesn't give you much of an advantage at all. Aww. And, yeah, like, it's uh, it, it was kind of charming for what it was, but I was really happy to get back to Darkest Dungeon <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and suffer in a way that I really understood. <laughs> it was a more familiar agony. Okay, yes, so, indeed. yeah, let's compare and contrast. What is it about the randomness in Darkest Dungeon that isn't anywhere near as infuriating for you as Death Road? Um, because when something happens in Darkest Dungeon, you can respond to it. In Death Road to Canada, if something happens, there is no response to it, you die. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, or it, or it will weaken you to the point that the next time you go into, uh, um, like a, a combat sequence, you just can't do it. Um, you know, like one of your people will just betray you and mm. take half your shit. And, um, and so, like, it, it creates interesting narratives, I suppose you could say. And so does Darkest Dungeon, but in Darkest Dungeon, you can, uh, you can learn about the world. And in learning about the world and how everything works in Darkest Dungeon, you can dominate it. You can say, okay, I'm not going to touch this fucking altar, because no matter what I do, it'll probably burn me. There's a 25% chance that it'll give me a, a, a stress heal, but that's, that's not a good chance, I'm not gonna do it. And this thing will definitely kill me unless I apply this item to it, and now it's a boon. You know, so, in Darkest Dungeon, you can learn about it. You can understand it. Um, and the only thing, I, the only thing that ever fought me in Darkest Dungeon, and I just could not deal with it at all, was when um, oh, I forget what he's called, but he's like the he's like the wait, the the vampire hunter guy, the Mad Monk. Okay. From the from the um, Crimson, uh, Court Crimson Court DLC. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That's a hero. Okay. I forget what this guy's name, but he's he's like a mad monk who hunts vampires, and he, when oh, yeah, you're the miniboss dude. Yes, and when your team gets uh, gets infected with the vampiric curse, um, uh, with the red curse, he will start hunting them <laughs> if it goes on long enough. And so one day he caught me in a party of four heroes who all had the thirst, and he just obliterated us, absolutely obliterated us. And I think that was on my PC save, that this guy just wrecked my shit, and I couldn't escape. I couldn't run. Like, I knew I had to run. As soon as he killed the first guy, I'm like, I can't deal with this. That's I can't, it. I can't stop it. this guy. I gotta get yeah. out of here. And every team is like, you, you try to run, you can't run, they're dead. You try to run, you can't run, now that guy's dead. This last guy tries to run, but he can't run, he's dead, you lost all your trinkets. <laughs> so. <laughs> and he laughs at you. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, like, so the last time I played Darkest Dungeon, that happened to me. I got a full team wipe, I lost all my best trinkets. Um, and this was just my fault because I wasn't paying attention because I was stressed out. I was at the doctor's office. 
But over the weekend, I decide, I'm like, I don't want to play Death Road to Canada. I decide I'm going to boot up Darkest Dungeon. And there's the option to go fight the Shrieker. And the Shrieker is like an eldritch giant crow with, like, spider eyes. And, um... <laughs> deep crow. Deep crow. Very, very much deep crow. <laughs> and if you try to kill him, um, like, he is a mean, mean boss. And he hits, like, a truck. And my guys didn't have the armor that they needed to survive a fight. So I just dumped everything, all the money I had into this fight. I uh, had to take level six heroes. I don't have four level six heroes. I have two level sixes and two level fives. Um, they're all bleed heavy heroes. So I don't really know if this thing is even has like a high bleed resist. Some bosses certainly do. Uh, I, and I'm thought, you know what? I should look it up before I even attempt this. I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, when, when your shield breaker, the, the, the Arab lady with the sword, is, mm-hmm. Arab, is Arab offensive? Is that bad to say? No, no, it's, okay. it's a general area of the world. I mean, okay. we don't know a specific nationality. So. Yeah, we don't, we don't know where she's from, but she certainly has whatever. Fits that stereotype. She does. Okay. Uh, so the Arab lady with the, with the spear. Um, when you go camping, when she's in your party, she may have a nightmare. And the nightmare is there's these bunch of snakes. And every round that goes on during that combat phase, she will gain like 20 stress. And when you reach the point that she goes insane, the nightmare ends. So it's generally pretty important to bring a jester when you're, when you're traveling with a shield breaker. But if you win that fight, you get things called Aegis scales. And if, and it's, you get like maybe two of them if you beat one of these fights and there's, you know, you're never guaranteed to get into one of these fights. And so over the course of, you know, 50 weeks using shield breakers, I had maybe 15 Aegis scales. And if you use an Aegis scale, the rarest consumable in the game, it just blocks whatever the next damaging strike will be. If it's one hit point or a hundred hit points. Mm. So I just took all my fucking Aegis scales with me. <laughs> and I went in and I fought the Shrieker and I got back a hundred percent of the trinkets that I lost in that awful wipes. And so Darkest Dungeon has redeemed itself to me. It's so nice to come home to it. Although now Battle Chasers is out on Switch and that's pretty cool. Did you that buy it? A, that is a good one. Yeah, it's like 54 bucks Canadian. Aye. It's really good. It is really good, and I'm looking forward to kind of playing with earbuds and just getting the music again. Remember the music for those boss fights? Oh my god. So good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like, turn-based RPGs, the great music, I've been, uh, I decided it's been a year, I'm gonna give Persona 5 one more chance. Oh, okay. Now, are you starting over, or I'm starting over. Oh my. Did, did you finish I'm it the first hard. time? I finished it, ooh, I wanna say three times the first time. You finished Persona, Persona 5. Five? Yeah. Three, yeah, three times. times. Yep. And I'm still not... I, I still haven't mastered just getting all the social links maxed out. I have not pulled that off. I don't think you can do it in the first playthrough. You can, I couldn't do it in the second or third. Well, there you go. Yeah. But I'm I'm actually getting really close this time. Is there not a new game plus? No, oh, there is. There is new game plus, 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 plus. But you're not doing that. No. I may do one more. Maybe. Okay, so Depends you're not you're I, not you're not currently on a new game plus run. No. Oh, okay. but if I do well enough, I might do one more new plus, and then I'll probably be done with it forever. Wow, that's a lot of value, actually. So okay, it's, it's really good. I, I, question from a person who plays video games to another: mm-hmm. What keeps you invested when you know all the story beats that are coming? Um, it's Affection. I fast forward. I fast forward to the vast, vast, vast majority of it. Okay, the puzzle of making everything fit. Makes like the turn-based combat and just like the incremental but like effective ways you can just completely turn around like a dungeon run with just all like the coffee you've packed and shit. 
Like, you can just do, like, a dungeon that should take you, like, a whole week. You can do that in a day, like I just did. Okay. So and it's basically, like, I've never been, never been able to pull something like that off before. And that opens up an entire month of shit I was never able supposed to do on my second run. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm twice as good as I was the last two times. So the game has changed. You're not there necessarily for the plot of the story. You're there no. trying, to, trying to master it for the mechanics. And there's a and, and, lot to do. Because, okay. like, all my stats are reset. I have to, like, manage, like, studying and shit. Like, hmm. And that takes, like, at least half the game, just getting all your stats up so you can just keep talking to your uh, barista slash paternal guardian who gives you the best power-ups in the game. Like, it is... It is some of the best turn-based combat I've ever played. Every turn, you're, you're you're more than like a turn and a half away from getting from someone dying. <laughs> it's easy enough to get him back, but just it does. If you slip up, like the game will just smack in the head. Like one of your guys died. What are you not going to do again? I'm not going to sleep on things that can make me go insane. I'm sorry. See that that the idea that you're always a turn and a half away from dying reminds me a lot of like Nocturne or Digital Devil Saga. Mm-hmm. Those have the very similar, the, the press battle system, where if you're going right, you get another turn. But if you screw up, then the enemy gets to go two or three times in a row. And guess what? One of you guys is dead. And so. I've just managed to, like, just make skeleton key characters where I'm just able just to weakness my way out of almost any fight. Ah. And it's just, it's, it's somehow still fun. But, like, the brilliance of it is you're able to fast forward through most of the conversations. If not yeah. all of them. Yeah. Yeah, Persona 4 did not let you do that. Once you get to the point in a Shimagami Tensei where you where you have really min-maxed your characters and you've made them basically not even as powerful as they can be, but as powerful as you want them to be, it made once I did that, it made fights so trivial for me that I stopped caring about the game. I don't think I played much more than a couple more hours once I got the combo I needed. Good job of constantly throwing new enemies at you. And you have to relearn what everyone's weakness is, and there's like three more like strengths and weaknesses, and you're just you're never sure what you're gonna run up against. And if you you know like I last night I had to, I almost got wiped because I made one wrong turn and ran into like a enemy that was way out of my league, and they got the jump on me, and I thought I had that thing in the bag, and I had to retreat and start all over. Hmm. It's, but you live it's to still tell surprising the me. After almost 200 hours, this game is still surprising me on a mechanical level, and it's just, that is something. Is 4 still better? Yes. 4 is <laughs> a much better story. Than <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Yeah, but you're not enjoying it right now for the story. You're enjoying it right now for the game. Which is the best Persona that has ever been. So it's wow. the best Persona game, but not the best Persona story. And that seems weird, because they're both really well connected. Hmm. But, like, there's just... I don't like the main characters as much, but some of the side characters are really fun. Like the journalists. Yeah, I really just disliked the the central three. They weren't great. Like I'm playing with them now, like uh, the what, the blonde hair kid and the lady who I now like. I don't have her in the cat suit. I have her in this sort of like pink baseball jacket. Uh, that's pretty. That looks pretty great on her because otherwise it's just this low cut literal yeah, cat suit. It's and a little and, I, and I it's. Can't. I don't get it where when you meet her, her biggest problem is no one takes her seriously and everyone objectifies her. And then she unleashes her true self and she's in a fucking low cut cat suit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's it's feminism. People who don't understand what that is. But once you get past that, like mechanically, she's fascinating. She's like this like light support, like heavy artillery mage. Hmm. And I I, like mechanically, I think she's fantastic. Hmm. But it's uh. 
Yeah, I, I did not think I'd get this far. It's been about two days, and I'm about halfway through. Wow. Yeah. I this love is it. what happens when you have a weekend. Yeah, because it's like, what's a game I can't, I have never, I haven't been able to play for like seven months, because I haven't had two days off in a row forever. Like, let's give that a <laughs> shot. Like, I just forgot how good the music is. The music is so good. Kind and of it's luxurious. Just like, it, it just puts me in a better mood somehow. So, out of curiosity, when you when you guys email me at the office and you get my out of office message, does that just really piss you off then? No, no, <laughs> okay. not really. I rarely ever get it. Oh, okay. No, I just email your other address at that point. I'm like, oh, he's got another day off. Sometimes I actually get worried. I'm like, what, is he okay? What's going on? Because the idea of having a weekday off as an American is so foreign that I think that if you're not at work, something's wrong. Yeah. Okay, well, email me at home tomorrow. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, so, right after both you started Nino Kuni 2, you both had a very similar reaction to it. Your yeah. initial reaction. No, 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 no. Your very first reaction. Oh, it's, it's really was, like a relationship yes. that fa- falls apart after three dates. Yes, you you both l- were actually happy with it for the first like day, for the until, first maybe until three, we got to know four, it. Yeah. or five hours, and then you got to know it, and you realized that she was kind of pretty, but Not she had nothing deeper, to say. She, she, she ain't yeah. pretty. She just looked that way. <laughs> she she had some good makeup on or something. It, it's like the two faced girl from Seinfeld. Okay, it's just you know was there and then not there. I'm telling you that you had done her wrong. Oh, really? No, no. This girl just won you over with, like, Stockholm Syndrome, man. I, you spent I am... too much time with her. You drank her Kool-Aid. <sighs> there were no. more fights with those rats than there weren't. Well, but they, that changes. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have the greatest enemy variety in My the whole My God, world. it's the same ones in every fight, dude. Well, no. I mean, so was God of War. That's true. Kind of, but they were more. But the fun combat got a worse fun. Yeah, way yeah. Fun. Was, way more fun to play with. A lot more I, I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you it's it's the greatest JRPG I've ever played. I mean, it's not even the greatest JRPG I've played in the last year. But sometimes a just good, unabashedly optimistic, happy ending is what you need, and that's what this had. Everybody gets a happy ending. Does the, 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 the fact that guys was the president of the United States ever come up again? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay, do they pay that off? Is it... Kinda? No, they don't. No, they don't. No, I don't um, think so. Remember how in the in the first Nino Kuni, I can't remember the kid's name, but he had a connection to a to a, a person in the, the other world, the fancy world. There, 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 there's two worlds. There's the real world, and then there's the Nino Kuni's world. And sometimes there are beings in both worlds that are connected. And the kid in the first Nino Kuni was connected to somebody in the other one. I don't, I don't remember all the, the stuff. It turns out, mild spoilers here, because the, you're not here for much of the plot anyway. No. Uh, Roland, who the president, was connected to the main bad guy. Oh. And it becomes more and more apparent as you go along. You meet, you, not, neither of you got this far, but you meet another person who becomes another advisor to, to King Evan, who is kind of just as smart as Roland is. And he starts picking up things that Roland is, is being affected in certain ways. Um, so that becomes, you know, it's actually kind of explained why he's there. Because both Roland and the main bad guy lost a kingdom. Whether it be through their fault or through someone else's fault, they both lost a kingdom through tragedy. And so the universe brought them together again to try to give them a second chance. 
and I don't want to blow the actual final ending to you, but everybody gets a happy ending. Evan gets his wish of creating a kingdom where everybody can live happily ever after. The bad guy gets a happy ending. Rowan gets a happy ending. Everything is happy. And, and I'm telling you that sometimes with everything else being so terrible that just that, that, that sickening optimism is kind of what I needed. <laughs> and is there like just any like just obvious setup for a sequel? No. Okay, that's no, nice. It's like not. a definitive happy ending. Yes. This is the end. This is, there's not a tease, there's not a buy a DLC for more. No, it ends. And then there's a new game plus you can do, or you can do the reset where, you know, okay, load up your save and you're two steps from the final boss, you can back away from that. And of course, all sorts of fucking um, post-game quests open up that I didn't do because I was kind of done with it at that point anyway. Okay, so, so how close to the happy ending is that Clockwork City? Uh, you're actually only, the Clockwork City is the last, is the second to last city you get, because okay. you have to go back to Ding Dong Dell. Right, but like, am I like three-fourths of the way through? Two-thirds. 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 Mm, mm. That's what I thought. And I can tell you that, the that, of the, of the whole game, the weakest part is that ridiculous overworld combat, where you've got like the four different units around you, and you have to kind of walk that. around. I mean, uh, there was a lot more strategy to it than I gave it credit for. There is, but it, it expects you to grind that because you start getting quests for those and they expect your guys to be like 20 levels ahead of where you are. While it is important to have them leveled up a little bit, the end sequence, we actually have to do that. If you've got guys there on the level 20, you'll be all right. You don't need to worry too much about grinding those those, those missions because there's like 50 out of those missions. Oh, and I, only, I did like maybe 20 of them and I was... It was powerful enough that I wasn't worried about beating the last the last sequence. So it is a sappy, simple, overly bright RPG. And when I was done at right around the forty one hour mark, I shit you not, I was smiling, I was happy. It 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 did me right, and 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 I and I think you both sh- both sold her a little short. I think. What did you think of those uh, random dungeons? Mm. They were never so long that they bothered me. They, as you get a little further in, you end up getting like the first one's like three levels, and then they're five levels, and then they're ten levels. But even still, I don't know if I had been grinding so much. I never ran into one that I had any problem with. I realize that most of them, like you, just have to turn around to get to the next. But you can farm them for good materials, right? But it, like it, it, you just, I couldn't find the exit because the exit was turning around and going back. It's to right the behind door. you. Yeah. What the there, hell was that? There are, as you level up your town, um, there's a specific building that you can get skills specifically for those um, mirror worlds, rainbow worlds. I can't remember okay. what they're called. And one of them is it, it, there's a little radar thing that tells you where the door is. Okay. So, I mean, there are entire sections of the town that I never built up. You can you can level it up to like level four. I barely got to level three, and there's huge swaths of open land in my town that I never got to, never needed to level up because I I only ended up with like eighty or ninety people in my town, and there's a lot more than you can get than that, especially that opens up after after the end of the game. So, I mean, if you were in love with the game, you could live there for another twenty hours after you beat the last guy. Probably there's a lot more to do, but. I mean, the story was done. I was done with it. I, I you know, 
welcome I, back. I'm not going to apologize for for it making me happy. I did. I liked it. I don't think it reserve, deserves some of those ridiculous Metacritic scores it's getting because it was sitting at like 85 or something. It's, Metacritic. It's getting it's 90 still, after it's 90. It's still at 85. No, see, no, no. We had been emailing today, all three of us back and forth about sometimes a seven is okay. Mm-hmm. This is not a seven. This is like a seven and a half or an eight. It's not a great RPG. It's it's not a perfect RPG. It's a good, simple RPG. This would make a very good introduction for a child saying, you know what? Play this RPG. See if you like it. That's see, what I said. See, but but the game that you both describe in terms of the game, as this ties into what Alex was saying about Persona 5, the game that you played was not a good game. Game. The combat wasn't the story, bad. Uh, the story kept you there. Your affection yes. for these characters, your curiosity about where it's going, and oh, that beautiful happy ending sure made me feel good about this. All this oh, stupid shit I had to do for the past so 40 cranky. hours. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but let's, let's be honest here. The, you guys didn't have fun playing the game. But it didn't, it didn't annoy me. It didn't piss me off. It pissed me off. See, what, what they needed to do is, um, Ease, the last Ease, had some pretty great combat in it. If they could take that combat out of Ease and put it into this, it would have been better. Hmm. I would have liked that more. Or God of War. Mm, no. Why because, not? Again, this is... A, this is that's some sick-ass combat. It is, but that's not what this game is. Nino Kuni is a beginner's RPG. I'm just going to say it out there. It's, oh. it's relatively easy. It's very MASH-friendly. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, 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 the, the combat tweaker is a brilliant idea. I love it so much. But you never really need to use it. No. You I, forget I that it's really... there because the combat never gets that hard. They should have used that as a way to make the combat hard. Like you have to level up and you know what? You're going to get fucked if you don't have fire immunity in this area. It mm. never does that. And it, it yeah, should I have. Wish, I wish there's a way Even to like. Zelda did that. Yeah. But like, imagine like going forward, that became a standard thing where like, Okay, I want to make sure that the enemies don't give me any XP, but I get like thirty percent better drop rates. Yes, something it was like brilliant. That. I loved it, and it was completely not used in in in, in it. Um, mm. So, I you know I, I you drown I, I, in crafting material. There's way too much of that shit. You yeah yeah you do, but you never have that one you need. <laughs> when, when you when you get your um. Your crafting areas up a couple higher, like level five, level six. You're trying to make that sweet ass sword. You're oh, always missing that one thing. Where's the wonder glue? Fuck, god yep. damn it! Exactly. There's the one thing you need, and it's not there. Screws? What the hell has screws? It, Globes have screws? No. It's in a cave somewhere that you missed like three hours ago. Ugh. So I finished that, and then I started a Black Mirror, which I don't want to talk about because it's pretty much a glorified point and click adventure game. Oh, that I'm going to that wait. I'm going to play through. Is it Black Mirror. Yeah, Black but Mirror. it's not related it's not, to the show in any way. No, oh, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It, it, it's like this period piece where you've been away from home and your father sends you a letter that you need to come back to their castle in Scotland and, you know, you're trying to figure it's out totally why he was... Totally not haunted. Ma- yeah, it's totally not haunted, but you walk through the library and you're reading Poe and you're reading Lovecraft and something creepy is happening, but you don't know what. It's... It's not... It's... Okay, it's not great. I'm going to play through it with a walkthrough just because I'm kind of curious about it, and I'm trying to steal myself for agony in, you know, five or six days, so we'll see. Oh, wow, that's soon. It is There's soon. a lot of stuff coming out this month. Actually, yeah, there is. There is. There's something next week. Like, I think actually, oh, I should have started downloading it. I think that Little Witch Academia game is out today, and I know there's something on the 22nd, but I don't remember what it is. I'm going to GameFAQs to find out. On the Switch? I don't remember. I, it's either yeah, it's either Switch or PS4 because otherwise I don't care about it. 
but let's just see here. We're gonna go. I'm waiting for a pre-order to pop on Agony just to so I can do it and not chicken out. North America. Because I know that I'm gonna start that up and have second thoughts, like immediately. Space Hulk. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of Dark Souls Remastered. Is that out yet? No, no, it was supposed to be on the 22nd. No, there's nothing on the 22nd. I don't know why I had mentally bookmarked the 22nd. Hmm. I don't know. Banner Banner Sega is out in two days on Switch, and uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is coming soon. Oh yeah, that yeah yeah. So do we want to do headlines first? Or do we want to do our E3 wish list? Let's do headlines first. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Headline <clears throat> in Overwatch news. Uh, Overwatch, uh, Jeff Kaplan said in a developer update today that Overwatch has for over 40 million players. Jeez. A lot of players. Uh, a new Deathmap match, Petra, will become available with next week's anniversary event, which begins on the 22nd. Uh, free-for-all competitive Deathmatch will get a mini-season on Chateau and Petra. And every item from every seasonal event that has happened will be available in anniversary loot boxes. Now, that sounds good, but please go read Chance's blog, because he explains that this is actually kind of bad. Kind of shitty. Yeah. But but here's the other thing that he said today, so I'm not really sure how this actually shakes out. He said that every loot box will definitely have an anniversary item in it, which is the case with every um, every seasonal event loot box. Like, when you get a Halloween loot box, it will draw from both the Halloween pool and the general pool that the game has, but at least one item will definitely be a Halloween item. Hmm. So apparently, the loot boxes have a chance to draw from the whole loot pool of every seasonal event that's ever occurred, but one item will definitely be an anniversary item, be that a spray or a, you know, a, a player icon or a voice line or some shit like that. So I don't know how the math works, but I... I would be surprised if if it actually worked out in the player's favor trying to get one of these new anniversary <laughs> skins like the Junkrat, uh, the Junkrat Pirate. Um, but if you're someone who has some credit saved up and you really, really want Witch Mercy or you really, really want Track and Field Tracer, uh, you'll be able to buy them. You'll be able to just take credits and okay. buy them off the store. It still bothers me that you cannot simply turn cash into credits. Uh, it bothers a lot of people, but the but there's an obvious reason why. If they did that, you would spend less money on loot boxes. True. Yeah, and that's it. And um, and actually, there was some discussion about this on the Penny Arcade forums today, where someone came in and just said, "Look, I'm like I'm re- relatively new to the game. You guys are all pretty salty about loot boxes around here. I just want to say that I really appreciate that. I all I had to do was buy this game once, and every single content update that's ever come out for it, I've gotten." I've gotten every new map. I've gotten every new character. It didn't cost me a dime. That's amazing. Coming from something like Destiny, this is an amazing experience. It's so generous. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's all true. I agree with everything you said. I love all that. But wait, loot boxes so Halloween. Ga- loot boxes are gambling. <laughs> loot boxes are gambling. Yeah. And what if you see the greatest single skin you've ever wanted for a character, and it's only available for a couple months, and you may have to spend upwards of $50 to make sure you get it? Oh, no, no, no. It's not a couple months. These events are like two weeks. At, oh that. God! That's yeah. right. Like it's limited time. Like this, this Mercy skin was only. It's, I think it's either two weeks or a week and a half that she's available. I call that, that whale hunting. Oh, absolutely! The she blows. Worked on me. I'm I'm rocking that pink Mercy skin. I look fabulous. But that's different. Uh, you paid money for that as part of a, a, tra- a, um, a um, donation to charity. That's, yeah, that's that's different. Yeah. 
I have a less of a problem with that than the loot boxes. Yeah, and and the loot boxes are you know a problem, and I think my way of rationalizing it is pretty effective, in that uh, the number of games that I've purchased and then finished or just purchased since I started playing Overwatch has plummeted. Like I used to spend literally thousands of dollars a year. I worked it out one year. How much oh, I spent just on video games at just one store, and why did it, you do that to yourself? Yeah, it was an eye opener. It was absolutely yeah. staggering. I didn't stop. I didn't stop. <laughs> like, I, and like I stare like the hours I put into something like maybe Fallout or Persona Five specifically right now. It's like, geez, I would have been done with a Dark Souls run like six hours ago, and I barely <laughs> feel like I've started this thing. Yeah, or I could have learned Latin or Spanish, or, yeah. <laughs> or became a doctor, or you know, so. So the value job. there's a lot of things I could be doing. <laughs> the value that I got out of Overwatch is is pretty staggering in terms of the money that I put into it. So spending two hundred and fifty dollars a year on loot boxes, I'm still very much in the green here. Yeah, and um, and it does make it does make every event and not every event. I think. Um, um, with the upright or with the archives event, I did, but the last two or even three events, I don't think I actually went and did my loot box thing. Where an event happens, I spend fifty dollars on loot boxes and just spend the first night of the event, like opening them, like it's Christmas morning. It's fun, and at the end of it, I end up with a ton of credits. So, worst case scenario, if I never open a loot box that has a skin I want, and I'm not even sure there is a skin I want because they haven't shown them all, and I guarantee you, one of them won't be fucking tracer. <laughs> It's going to be Sailor is, Tracer. Ooh. If there is a skin I want, um, I can just buy it with credits. Because I've, I've spent so much on loot boxes that I just happen to have like a ridiculous amount of credits. I could buy uh, 10 legendary quality skins right out the gate for three grand a piece if I wanted to. Wow. So, yeah. Think, you know, I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe. Anyway. Um, all previous game event modes, including Junkenstein, Lucio Ball, Uprising, Retribution, Maze, Snowball Offensive, they will all be available in the arcade, but you can't just play all of them at any given day. Uh, one will rotate out every single day. Um, a legendary skin for a, quote, dapper-looking gentleman in formal, formal wear was teased by Jeff on the, the video today, which a lot of people are assuming means Doomfist, because Doomfist, I think, is the only character that appeared in a tuxedo in a comic. And everyone wants, like, it, when, when they showed that Doomfist, everyone was like, oh, we gotta get that. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, a pirate skin has already been revealed for Junkrat. It's very Jack Sparrow. Uh, the whole event will have three epic skins, which is the first time we've seen an epic quality skin in a while, and eight new legendaries. Also, Doomfist, Moira, and Brigitte will finally get some dance emotes. They didn't have them before? So, no, no, brand new characters never do. How okay. many, how many characters have pirate skins now? Uh, Anna, um, you mean, some people could say, you could say Roadhog. Uh, but there's Anna. I feel like there was another one. Oh yeah, uh, Anna Tor Torbjorn. Anna Torbjorn, and one could argue the Mako skin for uh, for Roadhog. So that's I, wanna, I want them to get to five and have like pirate teams. I I think obviously every <laughs> every single character needs a pirate skin. Um, personally, I would really appreciate it if almost every female character did have a magical girl skin. Moira obviously needs, uh, the evil witch that the magical girls fight against skin. Like Queen Mab or whatever it was in Sailor Moon. Lady in the purple dress. Uh, Overwatch will have a free weekend on all platforms on May 25th to the 28th, so I look forward to stomping noobs. Oh man, I didn't talk about the Overwatch game I played. Um, I did my placements with my brother and went pretty well. And we're on Blizzworld, right? 
and we are uh, we're attacking and we finally take the point and it is a hell of a fight to take the point and the defenders are not giving us an inch so the payload hasn't even moved all the way off the point yet and they are like fighting us back to spawn basically they're just dominating hmm. my team so i get out of spawn i flank around them i come around the payload i get into the team fight bless you i throw my pulse bomb in there i Thank get you. absolutely nothing with it i rewind <laughs> i rewind out of there back behind the payload and the payload starts moving and it just keeps on moving and nobody stops me and the payload just kind of keeps on trucking. So I get on the mic and I see my brother, Chris, Chris, I'm over the payload. You got to get over here. Got to go over here right now. Don't let them see you coming. And so he, uh, he goes around, he goes around on a long flank, joins me up on the payload and we're just trucking along. No one's fucking with us. They're just <laughs> killing all our allies. They have no idea what we're doing. And then our Genji tries to get to the payload, tries to run past the team fight to the payload. And their, uh, their Hanzo and their Bridget chase him down and kill him. And at this point they notice us. <laughs> Because he almost got to us. And so they run after us. We just chill on the payload and wait for them to show up. And by they get there, we just beat the shit out of these two. And then just jump right back on the payload. Take it home. It was the easiest cart push I have ever done in my entire life. It was so good. Because they forgot you were there. They forgot we were there. And that's the end of Overwatch <clears throat> News. <clears throat> uh, the upport of Zone of the Enders, the second runner, will launch on Steam and PS4 on September 6th. Meh. Yeah, me too. The thing is, I have an original copy for PS2. Totally overpaid. The one that came with Metal Gear? Yes. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate will come to Switch on August 28th. That's an upport of a 3DS game. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure who's thirsty for that. But yeah. Anyway. Um, I'll get Monster Hunter when it comes out, or the world when it gets on PC. It's not already? It's coming. Oh, okay. I, uh, I, mean, I think it might be. I don't know. I think it might already be there. Be. Like, oh. Let me see. Monster Hunter World PC release date. Capcom explains why the Monster Hunter PC World release date isn't confirmed. Uh, since, they're, uh, since they're targeting autumn 2018. Uh, Oof. It was supposed to be last month. Ooh, man. No. They do not get frame rates that they <laughs> wanted. <laughs> Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Oh, wait, I already just said that. Roguevania yep. Dead Cells will leave early access and launch in full release on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch this August. Another really good game that I'm not good enough at. Well, I mean, maybe it's just one of those games that it's like only a couple people are going to beat it. Oh, I absolutely. Hate I hate those. And, but I, I, had a, I had a really good 15 hours out of it. I, that's the same way I feel about um, Enter the Gungeon. Like, I love the yeah. game, but I can't make progress in it. Yeah, I, I got stuck on the third third place every time. Yeah, yeah, I never got past the second world. Or no, I think I, I never got to the third world boss. Anyway, uh, the Banner Saga's first entry will arrive on the Switch this week, Thursday, May 17th. Yay. Uh, Squeenix is confident that Kingdom Hearts 3 is on track for a 2018 release. Uh, I will not believe it until I actually see it running on a system. Why do you think they're coming to E3? Uh, oh, yeah, Little Witch Academia's out. <clears throat> oh, cool. Yeah, okay, I'm downloading that. Um, Battle Chasers Night War is now on Switch. Yay. And it runs beautiful. It, it runs just fine. The, the load times are good. Uh, Sony has announced that their E3 2018 press conference will be, quote, taking a different angle. They're going to, quote, try to refresh and remake and reignite what used to be called a press conference, which sounds incredibly pretentious and shitty to me. <laughs> but it also sounds like they're going to focus, like, almost entirely on their big four. They say they're going to have third-party announcements, but they're going to have gameplay presentations of Death Stranding, 
Ghosts of Tsushima, Spider-Man, and The Last of Us Part 2. Only one of which are coming out this year. Uh, yeah. And I smell this as being they lost a lot of their indie exclusives, so they don't have that, you know, all that to show off. No, I think what this is, is they're stepping up and saying, here's a AAA exclusive coming to PS4. Uh, here's a AAA exclusive coming to PS4. Hey, Microsoft, how's it going over there? Oh, by the way, See? here's a AAA exclusive coming to PS4. Oh, oh, but yeah, Below does look really good. We're really jealous about Below. But by the way, here's another AAA exclusive coming to PS4. Remember God of War? Yeah, that's, that was us. See, Sony's <laughs> already, Sony's already won this generation. I mean, they, it cannot lose at this point. Yeah. I mean, it does, it does not matter that the Xbox One X is a more powerful console than the PlayStation 4. No, it doesn't, because we got the install base, son. Yeah. So, is there anything only... on Xbox that looks better than the back of Kratos' head? Oh, what, what was that? Um, that was that uh, that um, Roman gladiatorial game at the beginning? That Rise. Close. Yeah, Rise, Son of Rome. That was a good-looking game. That was a good-looking game, but not compared to God of War. Well, no. I mean, I mean, who who can compete with that? I mean, the only what the Xbox One X has right now is that all of the multi-platform third-party titles run better over here. But does it matter at this point? Yeah. The answer, unfortunately, is no. No, no, it does not. But my hope is that Sony's hubris will kick in. And in 2020, when we're looking at new hardware, Microsoft it'll, will... It'll be something ridiculous like the PS3 again. Yep. 600 bucks. People will get a second job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot about that. That, yeah. that is oh, one yeah. of the best... For our, for our younger moments. listeners, when the PS3 came out, it was ridiculously expensive. The base oh, model, yeah. it was six hundred dollars. The, the base model was six hundred. The shittiest model you could buy was six hundred. And then there were other models with bigger hard drives that uh, that went up to like eight hundred dollars. And when challenge, yeah, American, it was it was five and six, I think. Yeah. And when yeah. challenge on the ridiculous price of this platform, a Sony executive, I don't think it was Kutaragi, but no. a, a Sony executive did say. We anticipate that people uh, will prioritize it, and if they don't have the money for it, they can get a second job. Like, they actually and, said that shit. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox reigns supreme for a solid For a solid years? gen, yeah. Yeah, the, the, 360, gen. the 360 was the default platform of that generation, just like the PlayStation 4 is the default platform of this generation. Exactly. It just kind of flopped. Now, uh, rumor has it this will be the last year that Sony focuses on PS4, and at E3 2019, it'll, quote, be all PS5 hype. As long as it doesn't come out until 2020. Uh, Let's say don't come out until 2020, don't cost more than 400 bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Eidos has revealed that this year's Shadow of the Tomb Raider costs between 75 and 100 million dollars. Why? Now, okay. How much, how much, so, so, like, we all know that the, the uh, the Grand Theft Auto games cost a ridiculous amount of money. And that makes sense, right? Yes. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is a relatively <clears throat> linear game. How much is is Sony throwing at, like, Beyond, or not Beyond, what, what is the new one? Detroit. Detroit. How much is Detroit. Sony throwing at Detroit, which is a series of custom environments and custom animations and, and a bunch of separate character models, like a ton of separate character models? See, How much money is to, that costing? You need to call into question that number, seventy-five to one hundred million dollars, because that includes marketing. Oh, that's different. And marketing is probably half of that. Okay, that makes sense. Now that also means that you know Grand Theft Auto, or heck, when Red Dead comes out, 
you will not be able to turn around without Red Dead smacking you in the ass. Yeah, it's going to be everywhere. That'll be well. They'll they'll spend a billion dollars to advertise it, and then it'll make several <laughs> yes. in the next ten years. Yep. Yep. Like fuck. Like I guarantee you, I go to Steam right now. Grand Theft Auto Five is still going to be in the top twenty. Oh yeah. Like, at this point, like video game commercials are as like populous as and this is just me just seeing ESPN in the background, like almost every day. There is a big bit. It's like ads for movies or cars, and yet. Does more than half the country play video games? Wouldn't surprise me. Ooh, Little Witch Academia's on PC. <laughs> okay, I gotta check it out. I gotta check Something it out. Shiny. Ah. Hey, if you can't run, if you can't run um, Hollow Knight, I don't know about that. No, no, I, I could run. Well, I mean, I could, but sort of, anyway. But where's the where's the see popular tags? How can I see like the best sellers? Uh, top Steam. sellers should be one of the tabs. Like Next to new and trending. Uh, it's uh, scroll down. Okay, I think. scrolling down. Special it's offers. Under, like the vibe. Browse, browse Steam new, uh, new releases, specials, free games by user tag. Suggested curators, new and trending. Ah, top sellers. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. Hellblades. And it was sacrificed. Number one. Oh, come oh. On. <laughs> in in Canada, it's Wizard of Legend. So That's number case. two here. Why, I'm wondering why. Battle nice. Chasers Night Wars Three. Stardew Valley. Seriously, is five. You know what? Cool. Pillars of Eternity two. I can't get made. into it. Battlegrounds is on the top. Civ six, Devil May Civ Cry six. HD collection, and then Cheap. Little Witch Academia is ten. Ah, oh, no GTA. Okay. I know. I'm it's shocked. about time for a new Rockstar game then. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> probably well, like that. Even six is down to mix. No, I'm just mad. We're, we're out of the I'm top ten on Steam. It's time to release it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Microsoft has officially outdone Sony and Nintendo by allowing game gifting on Xbox One. Um, P- PC games on the Microsoft Store can, can also be gifted, and gifting a full-price game is unlimited, but you can only gift two discounted games every two weeks, and you can only do it ten times total. Yeah, fine. It's still a good, it's still good. Yeah, it's still. still. A good idea. So, like, yeah, there, there's lots of times when I've played a game, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could just buy this for Chamberlain. And with Alex, thank God, on Steam, I can. But <laughs> I can yeah. never... Like, it is a fucking Kendrick. rigmarole. I have to, like, go to Hong Kong to buy an American PlayStation Network card <laughs> to to give you the code. Like, it's just a pain mm. in the ass. Uh, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, an 8-bit Retroid Metro, retro Metroidvania, which was one of Bloodstained's stretch goals, will launch on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Steam, 3DS, and Vita on May 24th. Not kidding. Vita. It'll be 10 bucks. Oh. Retroidvania, I like that. That was good. Well, I, that was good. I, yeah, that was a mistake. That's <laughs> okay. It's, it, it made it's, sense. It's, it's a word now. Just yes. like just like Heinz ketchup. It was never meant to be, but God, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Vita, Stardew Valley will actually launch on the twenty second with cross buy. So if you already have it on PS four, now you got it free. It will cool. not have multiplayer support. I didn't know there was multiplayer in Stardew Valley. There isn't yet, but they're patching it into every other platform. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, GameStop is putting up Switch cases with the Call of Duty slips in them. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Pardon me. Eh. Yeah, that's not why I bought the Switch. And I, if no. I was going to buy that game, I wouldn't buy it for Switch. No. Are they filing for Chapter 11 or what? GameStop? GameStop? Yeah, I heard, thought I heard something. Not that I've heard. Not that I've there heard. There are a bunch of store closures or something. Oh, that, I mean, they trim the fat every once in a while. Yeah. Store closures happens. They, I mean... They're they're okay for now, I think. I they're think not so. they're not the juggernaut they used to be after like when they bought E B and they were huge and everything, mm. but they're they're not going out of business. I have been nah. relying on oh, I'm Amazon sorry, Prime uh, their stock dropped precipitously. 
Oh. And, 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 and see, but that happens. The, the, the GameStop and EB stock was very cyclical. Um, at, towards the tail end of hardware generations, it went way down. And then it would always jump up when the new hardware comes out. Hmm. So it's very cyclical. And, and then I don't work with them anymore, so that's no longer insider training. But if you want to make a quick buck, when the PlayStation 4 is coming out, buy it like a week before it comes out and watch the stock price. Hmm. Or PlayStation 5 comes out. Yep. Well, you'd think with the Switch it would still be doing quite well. It's just, I mean, it's just not selling quite as fast as it used to, so. Okay. Plus, it's all perspective. I mean, it, it's, it's I, I don't understand exactly how stocks work, but it's just, I just know that it, it, it moves in waves. Uh, Cliff Blazinski's Boss Key Productions has officially shut down after one and a half failed games. Okay, uh, that's so too bad. what's super shitty about that is Cliffy B sent out a tweet about that mm-hmm. before he told a lot of the employees. Seriously? Oh, no. Yes. Oh God. So a lot of the employees found out that the company was closing from the tweet. That is super shitty. So he did strike me as a guy that's stuck in his own head too much. Officially, fuck Cliffy B. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There's, there's a whole conspiracy web of those events of Cliff mm-hmm. B just being a real piece of shit. Yep. Well, and and that's the thing is I've never I've never really liked a Cliffy B game. Every thing I've seen of Cliffy B, the personality I haven't particularly liked. I feel like he's a guy that I would make sure to get away from at a party. <laughs> and and so when I see this and just knowing the history of Boss Key, what was it? What was the first one? Lawbreakers. No, Lawbreakers. Is- Maybe that was them? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think that was them. Was, yeah. that draw, was Drawn to Death them, or was no. it somebody else? It was the one okay. that used Spirit in the Sky for an ad, and it was just like, that was that was like $3 million you didn't have to spend. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah it was Lawbreakers. Yeah. Yeah. Law, Lawbreakers was, was boss key, and then, oh, God, and then they, they started to try to make a Battle Royale game. Yeah. And that is currently still in easy access on Steam, I believe. I believe and they said that the servers will remain up for the near future. Um, but either way... He put he he left Epic, probably one of the most successful independent game studios of all time. Charlotte, North Carolina, and hey. decided to start his own thing. And boy, it did not do well. No. And I again, maybe he is a super nice guy, and I don't want to be possessed with Schadenfreude. But I've hated everything he's ever done. I don't seem to like him as a person. And I when I see him fail, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. Excuse me, Cary, Cary, North Carolina. So that's where Bosky Productions is? That is where Epic Games is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, frankly, not not sad about that. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed that the NES Mini will return to stores this June. I'm sad for the employees. I had to figure that out through his private uh, Twitter feed. Yeah. That, yeah. God. You imagine just how, like, that was the last straw of last straws. Like no, the, the, he'll the, he'll get another straw. Someone's gonna hire him, or give him another studio. Man, Activision will probably after give him a studio. Sleepwalking for like six years like this. Oh no, he. I believe he was trying. I just don't believe he was smart enough to pull it off. Oh. He's someone who shouldn't be in charge. Yeah, isn't he like a programmer? Like he designed the engine, right? Yeah, wasn't he part of like Gears, the original Gears too? Uh, yeah, Gears and um, oh god, well, what was I mean, going way back, Unreal. Yeah, Unreal. Yeah, Unreal was where you got to start. But what yeah. what really made Unreal Unreal was the engine, yes. and the fact that they licensed the engine to fucking everything, and that's what made you still that do. Money. Unreal yeah. Four is like the ubiquitous engine. now. It so. is, yeah. But I, but he's not connected with Epic anymore. Nope. Now Epic has gone on and become mm-hmm. a software company, and also sometimes we make Gears of War. Anyway, um, <clears throat> rumor has it that Retro Studios is working on Star Fox Grand Prix for Switch. 
So Yay. it was like a Star Fox racer? So yeah, th- this this kicks two different fan bases in the nuts. <laughs> the first one would be people who want an actual Star Fox game. And the second one would be anybody who wants an F-Zero game. Because <gasps> why don't they make an actual racing game? Well, if they're going to make a space racing game, can we have F-Zero, please? Okay. No? Now, was there an F-Zero after the Super Nintendo in the yes. 90s? Seriously? Yes. There was an F-Zero on the GameCube, and it was tremendous. Really? Yes. I don't remember the actual subtitle of it, but it was it ran at 60 frames per second and had like like 50 cars on the track. I mean, it was... And it was super fast. It was great. Yeah. F-Zero on the GameCube was great. I had no idea. Yep. Okay. You just don't hear the words GameCube and great in the same sentence very often. Well, no. Hey, there, Resident there's... Evil 4 was great. Wind yes, Waker. it was. Yes, it was. And Wind Waker was it, great. Then it went everywhere else. Like well, true. Like a year later. True. Yeah. Res- I, actually, the PS2 got a better one. Resident Evil, man. They had Resident Evil first. We were all jealous. Yeah, better New Game Plus. Uh, Rage 2 was officially announced, developed in association with Avalanche Studios. It's also got its name on it. It's been like five years. It feels like more than that. But it's Rage. since 2011, right? I'm looking it up right now. Because I think it came out right next to 2010. the first... Eight years. Okay, so it came out right next to like Arkham City or something. That's how I'm remembering it. That makes sense. I remember like just loving Arkham City and then immediately going to this and being like, no. Yeah, not quite. Mm. I loved, I loved the shooting in Rage. I loved the shooting. I loved the enemies. I loved the AI. I loved the way the shot. I wrote a whole article on how good the shotgun in Rage feels. It was an amazing shotgun. But then like you think you're like two-thirds of the way through, and then the credits are rolling, and you're just yeah. like, wait, what the hell just happened? Run out of money. Yeah. Yeah, pretty spectacularly. Yeah. And then eight years later, we got another one. Okay, so did you guys both watch the gameplay trailer today? Yes. I, I saw the, the more live-action-y one. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so what'd you think of the gameplay trailer, Chamberlain? Um, I, I could be okay, but we can't really it, tell, can it, we? It did. You, you. There's nothing like from an actual like first-person perspective, really, of like what it looks like when you're playing the game. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: if if it if it plays kind of like Mad Max did, I'll be okay with that. Mad Max with maybe better graphics. Okay, that's fine. Well, that was one of the letdowns of the first game was that the driving was just the driving, period. And then you got out of the car, and you would uh, go into an environment where you shot people. <laughs> yes. And if, you know, it, it actually feels like a genuine open world. But what I loved best about Rage were those bespoke uh, interior sequences, these, like, really well-crafted environments for shooting people in. I saw none of that in that trailer. No. And the problem is, if it is really an open-world game, you're probably not going to get that. Yeah. So, so I, I can't say I'm very excited about that. It may just end up being another open world shooter. Yeah. And, and if we have not reached saturation with that yet, it's going to happen very soon. I don't know. How many of those are there? There's Far Cry and... Borderlands? Exactly. Far Cry, Borderlands. You could say Borderlands, yeah. Mad Max. Yeah, but Mad Max just, is... Just Cause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mad Max and Just Cause are both third, third person. Third person. Okay, you're right. I'm, I'm conflating first person and third person. Yeah, okay. no, there's a difference. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway. Hey, Just Cause 4 was on that leaked list. I hope that's actually true. Because yeah. I liked Just Cause 3. I thought it was fun. Well, I mean, if the thing is, if Avalanche are making Rage 2, who's making, making Just Cause 4? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, they, there may or may not be a Borderlands 3 at E3. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, word is, there is. Well, like, uh, the word is, like, what was this? Um, uh, Randy Pitchford saying, like, he wasn't saying directly to, like, to press. This is something that leaked from him and saying that it wouldn't show up at E3. Right. But then it was worded kind of vaguely. 
I, I, I don't know. You should never listen to anything that comes out of his face. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. He's a liar. I love what he ends up making, but he has a crooked way of getting there. Yep. Yep. So. Give me Borderlands 3, Randy, and we're straight. I will defend you if you can if you can make something just as good or better or Borderlands 2. I will defend you forever. <laughs> if not, well, we will part ways. You're a cheap date. I'm not a cheap date. Still, <laughs> I played Borderlands 2 three months ago and still fucking loved it. That was good. God, I put 630 hours in a Borderlands Small price to pay for one's integrity, McCracken. Hey, do, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they, he stole he stole money from Sega and got away with it. But what? It, yeah, I, his choice was a mediocre Borderlands two and a mediocre Colonial Marines, or a fantastic Borderlands two and a oh, abysmal, super shitty abysmal, <laughs> yeah. uh, Colonial Marines. I respect the decision he made. Yeah. I do. Did you actually play Colonial Marines? I don't. I don't want to look at it. You see, you should have to play it out of penance. You really should. You should go. I played it. It I was re- terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Does it? Is it even like it have a beginning, middle, and end? Is it just bugged all the hell? No, it doesn't. It's just like these these disconnected scenarios that happen, and then suddenly the guy from the movies is there, and then you're looking at these terrible animations, and then they're done. You're done, and it's like, where did this tornado of shit come from? And why is my why was it in my house? Hey, I mean, hey, hey just... if Randy never did that, then we would have never gotten isolation. <sighs> Yeah, think about that. Damn it. <laughs> Isolation's a classic. All right, so the E3 wish list. We, this, we talk about, just go through each of the big guys here, and, and, and whether or not it's based in reality, just something we would like to see, or not see for that matter. So starting with Sony, and this has already been partially confirmed, but I want zero mention of new hardware. Nothing. Yeah, confirmed. I want to enjoy this generation for another year before I have to start saving money again for more hardware. Yeah, I, I feel like it just started, but I got one in like 2014, and that was yeah. That yeah, was I mean, we just February remember that. Yeah, the, the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 generation. What that was the aberration. That one lasted twice as long as a normal generation. Yeah, I so, want this one too. I want I want developers to get better and better at making games for this for this generation of hardware, so they can make things that are more beautiful. They can make yeah. them more efficiently, more cheaply. They can make more and be more creative with it. I love Plus, that shit. They already did the incremental upgrade. I'm convinced that the Xbox One X could be a technically a next gen system if it if the games on it didn't have to run on a vanilla Xbox One. It's that beefy. So unless like the jump is from PS1 to PS2, holy fucking shit! No, that's never going to happen again. That's never going to happen. And I know. And like, I I want at least like ten, a solid ten or fifteen games like uh, Horizon and God of War. But that's not going to happen. We're going to wind up with maybe eight if we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And we've already got like three or four of them. Yeah. So, so we're halfway through this at best. Yeah. What I really want from Sony, honestly, is I want to know that the new God of War is less than five years away. That would be nice to know. I want it to, I, I mean, they don't even need to, they just need to say, hey, we're working on it. You know, it'll be this generation. And I'll oh, be he, happy. He, he did. He, um, Barlog said, like, they're working on making it faster and he wants to do five. <sighs> yeah, I'll believe Including that. this one. I'll so, believe five when I see it. Yeah. 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 Like, it's I would much. say two, you know, two years, maybe two and a half. Yeah. Two years. I'm also hoping that Days Gone is not as boring as it looks. It doesn't look great. No, it doesn't. 
It does not. It, it kind of I, I I mix it up with uh, uh, what was it Dead Nation two? Uh, no, uh, b- State of b- Decay. State of Decay. State of Decay. Yeah. They're they're both got More that kind of generic yeah. look to it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, um, but, uh, but, but, but okay. What's the name of the Sony one again? Uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Days Gone looks like triple A. And yeah, but it does. does not. And the, the, the zombie swarms look fantastic. They look amazing. They do. And, um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm not 100% sold on it, but I think I'm gonna wanna check it out. As long as the action's good, I'll be, I'll, I think I'll be pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and besides, I, I think that's a ways on. Both, though. They're not even showing Days Gone, I don't think. I thought but, that was one of the four. Uh, uh oh. Wait. Small scale bound? Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, no. Death Stranding, no. Was... Ghost of Tsushima, Spider Man, The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, Last of Us Part 2. That. Oh, right. the, the uh, yeah. Sucker Punch yeah. uh, Ghost Samurai thing? Now, that, the thing is, even before this announcement, that was my one wish for Sony 83 this year, was oh, show good. me gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima. I am like, God, I kind of wish they picked a different island so I could pronounce it, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, was, that was a better Kublai Khan monologue than in almost the entire. A Netflix show about Kublai Khan. Well, so I'm I'm gonna throw some something. Shit. I'm gonna throw something at you that's gonna bend your head a little bit. Okay. From Software has come out and said that the little bit they they put out is not a new Bloodborne. What? Boo. When did they? There say was that? a tweet. There was a tweet I saw somewhere. Uh, I'll well, find I mean, it and send you the link for it. It's not Japanese, a new Bloodborne. The, ja- the Japanese characters in the background kind of dash that. Yeah, I agree. Still. So what if? What if? Can't you? Tenchu. It's an open world Tenchu. Uh, okay, whatever from software now, wants to do. Now you've got open world Tenchu, and you've got Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, no, no, no! You can't compare a Sony first party to anything that From Software does. Well, yeah, because I will never play anything From Software makes ever again. From Software, <laughs> From Software is ever. entirely about mechanics. It's entirely about the mechanics of the game and the atmosphere. And, and they hate me. Yeah, and, and uh, Sony First Party is very, very much about uh, the presentation and usually really refined mechanics that are very accessible. Um, that's that's why you have your Uncharted's, you have your, you know, uh, God of War, even. Like, God of War is yeah. a hardcore fucking game, but everyone can pick, can pick that up and play it. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Omnipotent Component, an acclaimed verified Resetera Insider, verified by staff, has confirmed that Shadows Die Twice is not Bloodborne 2. This information is a bit odd, but I feared it's worth reposting myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really want a Bloodborne 2. Well, no, but, um, but yeah, like the, the fact that there were Japanese characters or, or you know, kanji on the background, uh, all the sound effects were like a shamisen music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like it, it did come across as very Tenshu to me. Anyway. Uh, also, like the, you think um, they're looking over at Nio and being like, can, we can take that thing's ass. I really that hope so. I really yeah, hope so not, because that, was... that would be fucking awesome. Like a Souls-esque game in uh, Japanese mythology would be amazing yeah. and Neo was not it. No. No. See. Uh, the only other thing I want from Sony is inform- I want to see a fucking gameplay trailer and I want a release date for 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Have you yeah. heard about Starfield? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's like, Bethesda. We'll get it's like there. A, it's like a Reddit rumor, and I, yeah. I, I like it. Save that. We'll get to Bethesda in a yeah. second. Save I have, I have that. Thoughts. Yes. Kay. Yeah, yeah. For the, so, listener, okay. for the listener, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim is the next thing from Vanillaware who made Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown Pro came out today on PS4. Did you buy it? Uh, I may have ordered it off Amazon. Oh, okay. 
Do you have a 4K television on which to enjoy 4K Dragon's Crown? No, but I have a PS4 Pro on which to screen capture 4K and turn it into awesome banners from my blog. Nice. Assuming if I want to play it. I may just leave it sealed in package. Oh, the the picture generally you sent me of like the guy that has that like theater set up for his PS4. Uh, that's that's my theme. Nice. Yeah, I I I, ca- I get the Persona Five theme just because I like the music. Ah, cool. It has the uh, the afternoon theme up, and it's just it's really nice. All right, so that's Sony, Microsoft. Now, of the three of us, I am the one in the tank for Microsoft, and I will admit that there is nothing they can do the C3 that's going to impress me. Yeah, the water's barely, barely coming they're, up to your Because they're going to show Forza Horizon 4, which I will love, but that's not new. It's not new. They might show the new Gears, which will be good, but it's not new. They're going to show Crackdown 3, and no one gives a shit about Crackdown 3 anymore. Nobody cares. Hey, Chamberlain, the Xbox tank is just the, uh, it's the uh, petting zoo at the aquarium. Yeah. I mean, they're... You know, you never know. They might actually have, like, something in their pocket that no one has any idea that it's coming, and oh my they, god, it turns studio? out they're going to hate, They seem what to hate studio? doing that so much. I, the, the, the only pie-in-the-sky thing I can think of... I was trying to think of something absolutely ridiculous that Microsoft could do, and the only thing I could come up with is that Microsoft somehow convinced Konami to sell them all of their... IP, that would be and now we mean. have a Metal Gear and a Silent Hill as Microsoft exclusives. That money and that won't happen. That would be amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah. That would be amazing. I don't think Konami would sell the IP, but that would be no. an amazing idea. Yeah. No. And if they did, Sony Microsoft would wouldn't get know it. what the fuck to do with it. Yeah, Microsoft, that's the problem. They don't, Microsoft doesn't have a studio that could do anything with it. They would. Oh, see, okay, I take that back, because if that happened, they would give Silent Hill to, like, um, Rare. Oh, God. Or something well, ridiculous see, like that. Exactly. Would be want awful. to see and then, that an, and then No, an I don't, because it would be terrible. And then an executive would get in there up to its elbows. It would have to have multiplayer, but it would have to be asynchronous multiplayer. And no. then you would also have to have it online so that people can watch it while it's being streamed and vote on who should die. And also loot boxes. That's oh, what would terrible. happen if Microsoft got any of those products. So realistically, all I want us to know is that Ori and the Blind Forest 2 is coming out this year. Hmm. Because that'll be good. And I want more games to run at a full 4K like Far Cry did. And that I want to concede this generation and start looking forward to 2020 when the Xbox is good again. The only only thing I want out of Microsoft is Microsoft has always done this for me. And for some reason, I really appreciate it. I want them to have an exclusive indie that I'm really jealous of. (laughs) It's not below. I've looked at that and below... It doesn't really look... Not for you, it doesn't, but for me. No, it doesn't look for me, yeah. Yeah, for me, yeah. It looks really good. The only time that ever happened was Stranger's Wrath. That was the only time I looked at the Mm. Xbox and like, damn, I wish I could play that. Oh, man, Stranger's Wrath was really good. Yeah, and it's too too late now. It's too old. It really is too old. Yeah, it is. It is too old. Mark of the Ninja. See, there's a property that's been gone for a long time. No, Oddworld is still around. The company is remaking the games and re-releasing them. See, that's stupid. They need to make a new... Oddworld. Well, why do you think they're remaking it? Testing yep. the sales. I if you suppose. hit this goal, we'll think about it. Yeah, I suppose. And maybe it didn't. So, yeah. Sorry, Microsoft. I love you, but you lost this this time around. It's done. You really did. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ubisoft. All right, I, I got this one. You ready? There's nothing I want from Ubisoft. No, no. I want no talk of a new Assassin's Creed. I want another year off. I want the Far Cry 5 people to sit in the corner and think about what they've done. And I want a new Prince of Persia. Now, do you want, like, a new new Prince of Persia, or do you want a sequel to Prince of Persia 2008? 
No, no, I want a new, new Prince of Persia. Hmm. Because it's been too long since the 2008 Prince of Persia. Okay, but let's but, be fair. I'm, I'm worried that would just be too much, too close to Assassin's Creed. No, it won't, because Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed is, is Prince, Prince of Persia. Is, yeah, it's yeah. an evolution of Prince of Persia. Yeah. yeah. So how but do they the, go well, back? Okay, honestly, here's the thing. The platforming in Assassin's Creed has always sucked. And gotten worse. And, yes. and less involved and less interesting ever since yes. it left Rome. I, I, I want the platforming from Prince of Persia. And the platforming remember, of Prince of Persia, by modern standards, not great. But like, I feel like platforming has evolved a little bit. And But at least it felt like you were doing something. Yeah, it really did. And it felt stylish as fuck when you like rewound time or slowed it down or something. Yes, it was a genius series of games. Um, like whoever whoever came up with the idea for Sands of Time was a genius. Was a genius. Mm-hmm. They struck gold with that. And the thing is, though, a AAA modern platformer. There's not many of those. And no. if there are, they're blends of other genres. Um, there's there's Mario. Yeah. It's pretty much the only pure one. And then everything else is a blend. Uh, your your infamouses are platformers, third-person shooters. Dying Light is a platformer, first-person brawler. Brawl, um, yeah. Like it, it's always, it, you, There's always a genre blend. So if it's Prince of Persia, it would have to be third-person platforming, brawling. No, I don't... That's the problem. See, maybe this is where that double-A space comes in. And I don't know if Ubisoft is even interested in that because they're interested in the giant Ubi game platform thing. Yeah, but Ubisoft so. has also done like little relative indies like um, uh, at, not uh, Valiant Hearts. Valiant uh-huh. Hearts and um, A Child of Light, right? I would love to see or just know what game, what kind of game Beyond Good and Evil 2 is. Uh, believe it's a I don't think that, I don't think they know. That's it's never coming out. I don't think so. No, no. What we will actually will get from Ubisoft this year, and I'm okay with, is Watch Dogs Three. And we'll get a ridiculous dance performance. That's true. We'll get some really bad jokes from uh, Aisha Tyler, who sure is trying. And uh, and yeah, it'll it'll just be super awkward again and again and again because it's yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah. We need to get some times for these press conferences and post them so we know when we can watch it's, them. Oh, it's, it's a time. month it's, away. I know. I know. Speaking of which, it's time for Archer to shuffle off too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not, it's not good anymore. Now, was are there new episodes going on? Yeah, last late season was it's it pretty shit, and this one's not better. They like it's another fantasy setting, and oh, at this seriously? point, they don't even care if if Archer's alive anymore. What's <laughs> what's the new fantasy setting? The new fantasy is Danger Island. Seriously? Yeah. I figured we were going to get some sort of resolution after. Nope. Nope, it just opens on Pam looking at Archer's sleeping, napping on Danger Island saying, is he dreaming or not, or do we give a shit? Okay, And now so... I'm a little pissed, because I was actually following the story, and it's, hmm, I don't like it. No, I mean, it was the whole thing was just a dream of Archer's, I get it. But now it's just like, look, we're just not even following that plot anymore. We are where we are this season, just go with it. Well, no, it was a one-off, like, uh, that is always how it struck to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't mind last season at all. It was fun. It's like you're just getting jaded in your old age, old man McCracken. Well, no, it's just like we have no resolution of whether or not Archer's dead or not. He's not. It was a dream. But he's, at the beginning of the season, he's still, you know, drowning in the pool. Hmm. Wait, okay, we're, we're, okay. So is he <laughs> drowning in the pool in the real world? Yeah. Oh. And then he goes, and he starts having the dream of being, like, the private eye. Oh. 
and then there's no resolution to that, and in this season they just decide not to. Huh. I'll yeah. have to look into this. Yeah. Which reminds me, Barry. I love Barry. I did okay. love Barry's part that season. No, no, the no. The thing no, he no, did. No, no. I'm not talking the... about the character Barry. I'm talking yeah. about the show Barry. Oh, Barry. Okay, yeah, I've seen some of that. Okay, yeah. Like, I, the more I watch that, the more I'm like, oh, Alex needs to be watching this. No, I like it. Okay, good. I think that I, I find the actors in it kind of insufferable, but I fucking love um, Henry Winkler. The um, uh, the blonde, I think, is designed to be that way. Like, yeah. like you, you first meet her, and it's like, oh, Bill Hader likes her, so we want to like her. But the more we get to know her, the more self absorbed she obviously yeah, is. I know. She's like, she, and she becomes like intentionally shitty person. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, and that's I, you know I, interesting. I love the um, the Moldovans. The Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, I think they're Chechnyans. Chechnyans, whatever. They're just, they're just, they're, there's so much depth to each one of them that keeps popping up. Yes, they are a pretty hilarious group. Yeah, and I love that Bill Hader kind of has this vehicle, and, and yeah, and he yeah, has. I'll, and, I'll watch Stephen Root and fucking anything. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so Bethesda. Now, yeah. Alex, talk okay. about that. So. There has been, and unfortunately since Andromeda, there remains to be a Mass Effect-shaped hole in my heart that maybe Bethesda is going to step to the plate and fill. Now, where is this information coming from? Reddit, mostly. Okay. But, like, if I were Bethesda, I wouldn't want to just keep going, you know, every five years, just... uh, Fallout, Elder Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Let's, let's, you know, mix it up a bit. So that uh, people really wanted that uh, bounty hunting uh, parade they never got. Yeah. What if we did something like that? And what's the name again? Starfield. Starfield. Which is just a good enough name and just vague enough to where, like, I bet a marketing team came up with that. That's not half bad. Maybe that's real. Yeah, that's not half bad. I thought I saw somewhere that we might actually get a, 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 a smell or a taste of the new Elder Scrolls. It, I, it, if it's not elsewhere, I'll still love it. But I want it to be elsewhere. Now, wasn't wasn't the word that Bethesda wanted to put out two more games before they started worrying about Elder Scrolls again? Yeah, who knows, and who it, knows what the hell they're doing? And they, and it was not Doom and Evil Within two. No, no, they were like Bethesda produced games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking not, not 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 produced. I mean, actually made. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would want to do something a little weirder than Fallout or Elder Scrolls before I make the the sequel to the best selling game ever made. That's not Grand Theft Auto Five. Which one of Bethesda's is the best selling game? Skyrim, ever made? really? Oh, Skyrim. Yeah, it's like at least the third best selling game ever. Oh wow. Yeah. Really? Well, because it comes out on everything. Yeah, because it's it hasn't died, and it's been seven years. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, and it won't until they release another one. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I would, I would want them to see something like Starfield, which you know makes me think that that might be what they're doing. So, with this Rage Two announcement, do we get any more Doom this year? I, you know, that's that's really, it really feels like no, but that's my one wish for Bethesda is Doom Two. That's all I want I is love Doom Two. Doom Two. Like they, it comes out like three months after they announce it. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and knowing Bethesda, it will. Because like it's been exactly two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we got Doom two, and then Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein's got one more game in there. I mean, the yeah. way Wolfenstein, the way this one ended, it's obviously there's a third game. I mean, we got to get the trilogy out of the way, but yeah, just in terms of narrative, I mean, if in terms of sales, it legitimized the third. That's uh, a good question. That would suck to leave it off where they left off this one, but well, that happens sometimes. Like, uh, I like know. for example, Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, Fuck, Paige is still gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Paige has been dead for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, 2003? Jesus. 
So I um, I made myself notes for this section, just like to go through all the publishers, make sure I had a position on each one. And for Electronic Arts, this is, <laughs> this yeah. is what I wrote. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. do you guys have? <laughs> so um, we have found out that Activision doesn't have a, uh, um, a press conference. They just piggyback on other people's. But we found out that Call of Duty Black Ops whatever does not have a single-player campaign. Correct. Which sucks, because I enjoy the big-budget, 10-hour shooter part of it. So I really hope that the new Battlefield, whatever it is, doesn't go the same way. I want the new Battlefield to have a single-player portion, just so I can get my 10 hours of super-high-fidelity shooting, you know, somewhere. Well, when I saw that news about the Switch port, I was, for a moment I was like, oh, I wonder if that's where that single-player money went. Because oh, you can't just you couldn't just downport one of these games to the Switch. You'd have to like no. r- make a new game on Switch. Yeah, maybe that's where that money went. Mm, maybe because the Switch is selling gangbusters. But apart from that, I can't think of anything EA could possibly do. Don't like sports games. Don't like Need for Speed. There is one thing they could do, but it's a pie in the sky thing that won't happen. Okay. Dead space. Dead space. Mm. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that to me. It's <laughs> dead. It's gone. It's never coming back. Doesn't that Don't sting you dare right here in your heart? heart? Yeah. I mean, that, but that's... that's Visceral's the, gone. That's Get the over one, it. That's, Visceral was never... Visceral Games was never even Visceral Games. EA Redwood Shores got chewed up and spit up by the corporate machine. But but that's the one thing that EA could do that I would actually get hyped for. And I would still believe that they would fuck it up just like they did Dead Space 3. Yep. I think EA owns the Burnout franchise... Which is that hyper crashy racing game? I believe so. Think they do? I believe so. And they just released an upport of Burnout Paradise, which is my Mm. least favorite Burnout game. But I wouldn't mind another like traditional Burnout racing game, even if it's like a quote unquote budget title, like a twenty dollar, thirty dollar title. That could be fun. A new Burnout on new hardware. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, a lot of those guys now do other stuff. They made that dangerous golf game and that other one there. So. uh, that would again be a sequel in name only, but yeah, I don't know what else EA could possibly do. I will see. Well, okay, here they could promise not to ruin Anthem with microtransactions. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't mind seeing more of Anthem. Actually, uh, I want Bioware to do well, and I'm always curious what their little lip service indie of the year will be. Last well, year, true. last year was the you know the coked out Euro guys game. <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried about Anthem. I'm worried Anthem is going to end up being like the first Mass Effect, where it's like, this looks great. It is 13 hours long. Mm. I get to like the fourth planet and the game's over, and you're like, wait, what the heck? There's, what? I don't know. Where's the galaxy I was supposed to explore? What this, the hell was that? This is what the core. This is what the core, but the, or the core Bioware studio has been working on, unless I'm mistaken, since Mass Effect Three. Yikes! Like, was Inquisition the core studio? Uh, yes, it was. Okay, so this is what they've been working on since Inquisition, then. Yeah. And so they had nothing to do with, they had very little to do with Andromeda, as far as I know. Or they handed it off to that other studio, whatever. But they've been working on Anthem for a long time. So, you know, I would imagine more than 11 hours. Good. Well, I mean, I'd like a new... Like... You'd like a new? I'd like well, a new the... Dragon Age. Yeah. I, I really liked Inquisition. I, really I did, did, too. Yeah, me, too. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's something There's we can all enjoy. There. It was a nice stopping point, though. Much better than you, Andromeda. Y- yeah. Because <laughs> Andromeda's like a wet fart. You're like, oh, God, now what do I do? Like, 
playing it for like the third time, it's just like, you know what? Everything that's interesting about this game came from The Last Galaxy. That's really goddamn sad. Yeah. It's got no imagination whatsoever. And it needed all the imagination. Well, what I what I liked about what we saw of Anthem was that the gameplay that we saw of Anthem looked like the gameplay that I wanted to get out of Destiny. Yes. And so that is very promising to me. Now, like this shit to explore. You're not just like you doesn't feel like you're in a theme park, just like queuing up for different rides. Yeah. See, but that's that was the only good part of Destiny was that Destiny had that bungee shooting to it. That's right. But and it was but, good. But in fairness, everything else around it was bad. The, like Alex has said, and you and I believe you have said as well that the combat in Andromeda was excellent. It was yes. actually the I, combat in Andromeda was good. I felt that the combat in Mass Effect Three was excellent. I loved it. Um, so I feel like I feel like Bioware actually does have a handle on third person combat, and this is not first person. This is third person, and mm-hmm. Bioware has established that they're quite good at this. And uh, and now they're adding multiplayer, and the graphics look fucking sick. So yeah, I, I think I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to be a little hyped about Anthem. I need to see more. Yes, me too. Absolutely. Will EA release a single-player story-driven Star Wars game? Never. Be, yes, I believe they will. That was supposed to be an Amy Hennig's game, right? Yeah, yeah. she left. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're well, still going to do something. That project died. No, they're still going to do something, I guarantee. That was 1313. Yeah. No, no, the, no, the one after no, that no, no, died, no. too. Oh, yeah, the yeah the Rogue one. Yeah. The, yeah. the Smuggler's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. that died, too. But I, I'm 100% that they're doing something with that, with what they've got. They're doing something with the IP that's not just Battlefront. I'm sure of it. They would not leave that money on the table. They have to. I mean, I imagine Disney has something where if they don't make enough games, it'll revert to somebody else. Maybe, yeah. yeah so Since yeah, Disney I, has no internal video game studios anymore. Yeah, like EA will exploit their properties. I'm sure of that. <laughs> and that's the right word, too. Exploit. exploit. Yep. Um, so I guess we should discuss Squeenix. Yeah. It will uh, be pretty bad. It'll be a very bad press conference, knowing Squeenix. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think they're going to be there because I wouldn't surprise me if Kingdom Hearts did come this year. It wouldn't surprise me either. It, it's it's time. Did, did you hear that f- the Final Fantasy VII remake is like still years off? I did not hear that. I'm never going to finish. I, I saw something that it's still some ridiculous amount of time off. It's just crazy. Because they, they took it in-house and they're basically starting over again. Oh, my God. Well, because they farmed it out, and it was screwed up, I guess. So they're just, they're just doing it over. Okay, so. It was just looking like Final Fantasy XV, but with cloud in it. Like, what was yeah, the problem the, head, the headline, farmed it out and screwed it up, could be of any individual Square Enix story the last ten years. Hmm. That's true. But and really, they'll complain about how Tomb Raider never sells enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. They also got Tomb Raider. They do. Yeah. What's what, Is there another Square Enix property? Oh, yeah. Deus Ex, I guess, right? Deus Ex. Yeah. So I would be surprised if we saw a new Deus Ex. So they're going to talk about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts. Maybe we'll see something about uh, Final Fantasy, but I doubt it if what you're saying is true. Yeah. So really, they have like two fucking games to talk about, as far as we know, unless there's a brand new announcement. Oh, uh, they've got that one coming out on the Switch. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Octopath, yeah. Octopath Traveler, yeah, which Octopath. is still a terrible name, but that's actually that. I think that might make it out this year. That as game, well. yeah, I tried the demo. Too gritty for me. Yeah, it's I. I was yeah. Yeah, I don't too know about too many game. little things to know. Too many things you have to do just to beat the boss of the demo. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nah. And that leaves that Nintendo. Leaves Nintendo. Does anyone have desires for Nintendo? 
No, um, no I'm good. Uh, I, I, I could use confirmation that Metroid is more than just a logo. I'm sure. I'm sure a Metroid might get me on board, like a really good Metroid. Well, it's it's. I mean, they showed it last year. There's Metroid. Yeah, they, they showed, showed a like, logo. They said, yeah, and that's all they showed. So I would like I mean, to see some running Metroid. Thank you very much. We've seen more of the Final Fantasy VII remake than we've seen of Metroid. That's this right. Is true. This is true. Um, and I don't know what else. I mean, I, my, my Switch has been idle lately because I play my indies elsewhere. I just I don't know what else they can do to really pull me back in for that. There are th- three things that I desperately want from Nintendo from E3 2018. Okay? okay. Three. Okay. Number one. Number one. I want a release date for Mark of the Ninja on Switch. Ah. Number two. I want a release date for Hyperlight Drifter on Switch. Okay. Number three. I want a release date for Hollow Knight on Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're still up in the air on that one, too. I, I am so embarrassed. <laughs> it's not your fault. No. no you just got us all hyped up for the game. Yeah. It's oh good. I did actually put six hours into that, trying to strive the new DLC. Still love it. Still really good. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, like I'm, I'm still hyped for that, and 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 I actually went back and I found the blog post where I convinced, where I almost convinced myself to buy a Switch, but I told myself uh, I wasn't going to pay four hundred dollars for it. Okay. So Nintendo Life article from a day ago, falling out and Switch quote at the finish line. Um, I forget. <laughs> this is yesterday. So yeah, let me let me go uh, to Team Cherry's Twitter. Twitter. It's taking a lot of effort, but it is running nicely, and it looks really nice on the screen. There's just a few final things to clean up, taking our time to make sure it's as good as it can be, which is really important to us, and it's our first game. There's a lot of stuff to do. Yada, yada, yada. You said April 8th in March. Well, <laughs> wasn't it Shigeru Miyamoto who said... That's that... right. <laughs> yep. Everyone Something remembers about a, bad a game. good game. Yeah, yeah. No one remembers the late game. Yep. So... I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, I'll buy it. I will buy I think, that. I think you're going to love it. I, I certainly hope so. I believe I will. Yes. Oh, but it, the thing is, Chamberlain, when you die, you go back to the start. But it doesn't have the same kind of punishment, I guess, as that other one. That There's we lots of ways to get Geo back. There's lots of uh, Traveler Souls and shit. There you go. See, that's that, you know, not quite as draconian. Nowhere um, near as draconian. So for, for outside... Um, of the big guys, things I would like to see. Uh, I think Capcom may have finally learned a lesson when they looked at the sales of Monster Hunter versus Street Fighter and Marvel, and that maybe releasing complete games is a good idea. I don't follow. Because I saw on that list the new Devil May Cry. Yeah. And now, this is a rumor, listener. It's a rumor. This is a rumor. This, this, this was the rumor that actually outed Rage 2. Mm-hmm. And it had Dove May Cry 5 on there. It had, it had a, a, a wrongly numbered Forza Horizon game. It had a lot of other obvious stuff on there, but it also had Dove May Cry 5. And I will admit that I would honestly prefer a DMC 2. Yes. Because I think Ninja Theory made a damn fine Dove May Cry game. Absolutely. Funnest one, but, yeah. But if we actually do get Dove May Cry 5, and it is more of the Monster Hunter Capcom... Than the Street Fighter Five Capcom, yeah. I'd be pleased with that. Now, if Capcom wants to salvage their fighting game division, what they need to do, and if, if they have any attempt, if they if if they have any interest in competing with Arxis and and Dragon Ball Fighters, they need to create just a Capcom versus game, a three versus three game using nothing but their own properties. 
because they've got enough characters. Hmm. And if you and for the next Devil May Cry, please no more than at least two two characters with long white hair. Yeah. <laughs> Never um, more than two. Each so, one has each one has had two. That's true. White hair. That's true. That's it. I don't no know why two. they keep doing that. Well, because it's. I don't know. Um, let's see what else. Cyberpunk might be there. Oh yeah, yeah. I would really love to see that. I still want to know what kind of game it is. If it's, is it first person? Is it third person? What are um, we getting out of this? Rumors point to first person. Really? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah I, I've too. heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. I want the game. I thought Deus Ex was going to be. Well, I mean, and they could see they could do it. Yeah, they, they could, could totally oh do it. Yeah, they could. I mean, it was already a noir game, Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good one. I agree with that. And let's see what else. I, I just saw, like just recently, that Stalker 2 was announced for 2020. I feel nothing for Stalker, which is strange. Stalker is one of my games that I love now, but when I was playing it, it probably annoyed me to no end. <laughs> it annoyed me to no end. Everything's yeah. breaking, I'm dying, this sucks. Yeah, but I actually Yeah, but people found it. that immersive. Uh-huh. At that time, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what possessed me to finish that game, but I did, and I, and and now I'm glad that I did, and I still have the box sitting around. It's like, hey, that's Stalker. That's good stuff. It wasn't Stalker. Now, am I right in thinking that Stalker was just a mod for Arma Three, or am I thinking no. Battleground or Pill Player you're thinking, you're thinking of something else. Okay. Yeah. No, Stalker was its own thing. The, the team that did Stalker, the first Stalker, are the ones who did. Um, oh shoot. The ones where you're in the underground in Russia in the in oh the, Metro, Metro yeah it's the same team oh okay wow. so they did Stalker so Stalker Clear Sky and the, there's a third Stalker were not the original team they the Stalker team went off and did Metro and Metro Last Light and they have now said that you know what we're done with the linear stuff we want to go back to open world and that's why this is Stalker two okay so so wait a minute so are you telling me that the next Metro is not being made by the Metro team it is but oh wait you know what. Never the mind, Metro I'm full of shit. I've, no, no, I'm full of shit. They announced the new Metro. The new, the new Metro is by the Stalker team. This Stalker 2 might be somebody else. Hmm. Do you remember the name of the team? Because Kotaku's got the name of the Stalker dev. No, I don't. Okay, well, let, let's solve out. this mystery. Yeah, we need to, because, because the new Metro is more open world. This is them going back to it. It's not the same people. Stalker 2 announced, wrong. rescheduled for 2021. And what's the name of the Metro? Metro um, 2033. The new no. one. It's not Metro Last Light. It's Metro... Uh, 2034, I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see that next year, but that's not happening either. I mean, uh, I'd like to see it this year, but that's not uh, happening. There's Metro no 2034 is a book. That's where it came from. What is that called? God, okay, I'm going to look up 2033 and find a sequel. Click. Okay, so Stalker 2 announced, rescheduled... Okay, so the dev is GSC Game World, creator of the original Stalker game franchise, has unceremoniously announced a sequel. Okay, so Metro 23 is 4A games. Metro so 23 is 4A games. Who was the original one then? Because they had... See, now I'm confused. We will clear this up next week. I will do some research on it because I'm confused because... The, the Stalker licensing is all over the place because there were two sequels to Stalker that were not the original devs. GS Game World creator terrible. of the original Stalker. Okay. He is making so then where Stalker did the Metro too. guys come from? I don't know. I don't know where you got the Stalker thing from for the Metro I, guys. No, I'm the Metro guy. I got that out of a Game Informer article like two months ago. Uh, oh, oh, I guess all, all Russian first-person shooters look the same to you. Well, they certainly sound the same. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, no, the only thing 4A Games has done is the, are the Metro series and something called... 
Arctica 1. I have no idea what that is. Uh, apparently it was just for PC. Let's click on it. It goes to a Wikipedia page that does not exist. Nice. All right, well, I, I will clear up the confusion. Apparently I'm confused about this. That's okay. Stalker 2 and, Met- and the new Metro can both exist. That's fine. Agreed. That's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, we're like a month off from E3. Are you, uh, Chance, are you planning on taking the week off again as usual? I've already got it booked. Yep. Nice. Nice. So I pitch this every year, but... Once E3 begins, you don't need to go anywhere else because Chance, if he's still planning on doing it this year, will have a wonderful day-by-day recap for you of all the important stuff. I do do that. And and it's not even biased because we know he's a Sony whore. It's, ex- it's exhausting. But but he, he, he still does a very good and, 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 and fair and balanced recap. Yeah, of, I'm usually pretty detailed. Yeah. Of and w- happening. when Microsoft eats Sony's lunch, which doesn't happen, I do say, yeah, no, Microsoft won this. <laughs> it hasn't happened for a while. It's not going to happen this year. Yeah, but I think there was a year when Sony's was pretty bad, and, and at the end of Microsoft's, I said, like, wow, Sony's really going to have to bring it to beat this, because this was just game after game after game. That's one thing that Microsoft does well. It's like, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. 90% of those are third parties, but damn, they all look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... I just, it bothers me that the Xbox One has become like the generic console. There is no identifying property to it. Because, honestly, Halo is kind of passe. Yeah. Gears is good, but Gears is... Also very last gen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, Sony has moved on, and like their their properties from last gen that work on this gen, they're making again. And the ones that wouldn't work on this gen, they're completely remaking, like God of War. And they're coming mm-hmm. up with new shit because they're Sony, and they have uh, Sony. The Sony first party studios is like dozens of game studios. Mm-hmm. Like they have a ton of game studios, and Microsoft has Rare and Three Four Three, probably something else, but we don't know their names. And, uh, turn turn ten. Yeah, they got we can't, they got Forza. Forza. They got Forza. Yeah, but yeah. they they really don't have uh, creatives. I feel like is the best word. They don't have auteurs that they're supporting, um, and that's that's the problem. That's a big problem for Microsoft. And, and and you would think with you know having all the money in the world, they could have kind of bankrolled that, but somehow they still screwed it up they, from last gen to this gen. They could have, and it's because all the money in the world can get you Jupiter ascending. <laughs> All I'm saying. Have you have you sat through that? Shit? I have. I watched that entire uh, movie. Like Eddie Redmayne <laughs> needs to retroactively lose his Oscar. <laughs> Harsh. I I I would never give the Wachowskis a penny ever again. I just that, I just really wanted Mila Kunis to do well. I like her. I she was okay. Yeah. Like, she was doing the best she fucking could. There wasn't really anything in that movie that was okay. No. Like, okay. if Channing Tatum trying to play a dog person? Yeah. And, and like, what, like, surfing around the sky on his jet boots? Like, what the fuck? Uh, God, was so bad. Mila Kunis like, is in that new one, uh, The Moms. Spy Who Dumped Me. Oh. That's Mila Kunis. And, um... I think it's not a trailer for that. I can't remember. The, 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 the good one from Ghostbusters. Uh... uh Blonde. Oh, 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 fuck. Yeah. Um, SNL. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, she's like my favorite. God damn it, it's going to piss me off. Yep. Oh, God. Bridesmaids. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. No, she wasn't in Bridesmaids. Oh, no. Sorry. We're, then we're talking about Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. 
So that trailer looked pretty good. It's not a movie I'm going to run out, run out to see, but the trailer looked pretty yeah, good. I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. I'll watch anything with Kate McKinnon in it. Yeah, she's great. Like I don't like watching her interviews. I've never seen she an seems interview a little, with her. She seems a little... She's a little... Intense? Yeah, really intense. Hmm. Like, like they, they, she was on Ellen, and they flashed a picture of her cat, and she was she cackled for like a solid 20 seconds, and it was something. Hmm. Well, then I'm it glad was, not to it was know a, personally. It was a genuine reaction, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a month of prep work for E3. We're beginning to enter the the news dry spell where hopefully everybody buttons down their shit so nothing gets leaked. <laughs> no, I love leaks. I love the leaks. I like the surprises, but I love the leaks too. I just want to uh, uh, the, to be surprised by the actual, you know, shows. Nothing, nothing's... I, I can't see anything being better than the Fallout 4 reveal. That was just per- perfect. Man, the, the God of War reveal was incredible. I don't remember. Yeah, but Fallout 4 it came out less than a year later. Didn't oh it? yeah, no, it was great. It was yeah. like, hey, you know that game we've been bitching at us for like six years? It's done. Here, look here's at here's like forty five minutes of it. Like, no, that was an incredible reveal. But oh, but I love I love like the hype moments. I love that moment where like we don't know who this kid is. Uh, it appears to be in some sort of you know Norse myth. There's ruins here. I have no idea who this kid is. Oh, that's right. Oh, there's, it was like the there's, there's funeral some, scene. Yeah, there's like some yeah. big mean. Yeah. There's some big mean guy here, and the guy steps out of the shadows, and it's fucking Kratos. Like. <laughs> That was a spectacular introduction. That was I amazing. I don't know what any of them could possibly... The, the only thing that Sony might be able to do is when they're doing the Last of Us 2 stuff, if Ellie actually shows up. They should better. Somehow. She goddamn well better. If this game isn't just me playing Ellie, I'm going to be pissed off. Well, it's going to be Ellie because What's-His-Face is dead. That's my prediction. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Oh, they yeah. can't Tyler Durden that shit. That's that's. They could. Uh, they could. They could. They, they could, could totally, totally Durden do it. that shit. Uh, yep. And and given how impressed uh, Neil Druckmann is with himself, uh, yeah, that could happen. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> we was, heard it him. was it was we beyond, heard Alex with that. It was beyond played out when Dexter did that, like almost ten years ago. And it's just the Fight Club did it first. Everyone just try something else. Stop trying to do the dead character. You're never gonna. You're never gonna outdo fucking. Um, oh, geez, six cents. Yeah, you know what? No, I mean, the cool devices like that are meant to be used and riffed and used again. That's how creativity works. Is I take something that someone else did and I put a twist on it. I don't. But it's like if you're constantly obsessing whether or not a character is actually interacting with the world, it it it, it it's a it's a it's played out. Well, Unless you come up with something, if you. Okay. Okay. Let's there's actually there's actually a new movie. I believe it's out in theaters this week that does it, and I don't even want to say the name of the movie because that's a major spoiler for that movie. Well, obviously. sure, but it's like, does the movie work after you figured it out? Apparently, yes. It's, Apparently, okay, like, it's, like it's just stunning. Because like the Sixth Sense isn't as fun the second time. No, but M Night Shyamalan's movies are never that much fun the first time. Of course not. One of the Arkham games kind of did that with Joker being in Batman's head the but entire they, time. They, they, they told you almost immediately. That's like he, true. He, like you know, as soon as he shows up, that it is a hallucination. That's the whole That's point. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like they were completely okay. upfront of that. That was actually that was the best part of that game. That was mm. Arkham City, wasn't it? Yes. Um, no. Wait, I thought you were talking no. about um, Knight. No. Yeah. No. Those Arkham. Yeah. Those Arkham Knight. Those Arkham Knight. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, to get them mixed up, I wish 
companies would go back to just numbering their freaking games. Mm-hmm. Please, me just too. give me one, two, three, four. Come on. But then you have to keep adding more ellipses or more, <laughs> uh, more uh, semicolons. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about what I got. Anybody that's else have anything? Got. That's all I got. Well, I hope you enjoyed your weekend, Alex. I did. Is this the first day or the second day of your two it's days the off in a row? second day, unfortunately. Oh, i got to work tomorrow. Is it one job or two jobs tomorrow? It's two. Aye. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully you're caught up on sleep a little bit. Oh, very much so. And nice. I can afford my my nice apartment. That's half the reason I've been working so hard. I've got a little bit saved up. My my uh, tax refund should be good. I'm okay. And you got a car. I do. That's not going to burn down around you. Hopefully not. It's <sighs> a little too soon. Not it's, yet. It's like it is less than a sixth of the age my other car was. So Jeez. better not. <laughs> Better not be any gremlins in there. All right. Well, Chance, you got a day off tomorrow, too, so enjoy that. I will. Thank you. All right. Alex, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.